There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. All right, here we go. It is your Monday, KBJ, After the Show podcast. Everybody had a nice little weekend. Virginia was raging in Tallahassee with her daughter, Magnolia, showing her how you need to party when you're a college student. We were having a good time. I think it was even more fun because the strip of bars Mm -hmm. is right next to a McDonald's. And so when all the kids leave the strip of bars, they go over to the McDonald's. And so we did. We went over to the McDonald's and we were just like hanging out. And then you can actually like talk and meet kids. We met these kids from Miami that were so awesome and they were so fun and we were just being silly. I'm not not sure if I got to that part when I was at Tallahassee. I, I remember there was a hill. Was it kind of hilly in that area where it you It is were? hilly. Okay. There's hills all over. I loved that part of it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not like down here where everything's flat. I almost died in Tallahassee. For real, almost died. I almost got hit by a car. Somebody- I could see that happen. I was getting ready to walk across the street and didn't just see this car speeding by. And this dude who I did not know goes, bro, and- they backed me up. Saved you, huh? Saved my life. Wow. There's no way I would, I would be here if that car would have hit me. You've been saved by a stranger a lot. Weird, right? Touched by an angel. Yeah. You're right. The undertow? Yeah. Huh. What does Damn. that mean? What have you learned? Jason? You're here to do something. Your 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 purpose hasn't been fulfilled yet. Well, right. I like I like that. That's all right. This is working for me. How many times has the world tried to take him out? They can't get him. <laughs> don't you have a gas leak at your house? I don't know how much of the podcast I can stay. Uh, <laughs> He's got a gas leak, and his house might blow up. Well, oh my gosh. I know. It, it's tough <laughs> to bring this stuff up. I think I just heard something. <laughs> Why is it smoking over in the gardens area? <laughs> oh, God, no. I don't know if Virginia helps out when it comes to these kind of situations. She's not helping with your anxiety? Well, I'm talking to her. It's like, oh, my gosh, your house is going to be fucking blown up. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, your brother's chain smoking right by the gas leak. Well, hopefully he's not. Let's, I hope not. Let's, let's hope we all reel that in. <laughs> but I will say my concentration for the podcast and entertaining the nice people, it's a little off. <laughs> We will not judge you for your distracted mind. I may have to bounce out a little early because uh, I just don't want my shit to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do about that? I mean, you got to get a professional there. You, you do. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not something you just go be like, I got this. I got this. You got to make an appointment. <laughs> Let gotta, me get some of that duct tape. They got to yeah. come out. They got to check it, investigate. Yeah. And then well, They already it. came out, right? But yeah. then it's still leaking. Something, something's wrong. So oh. we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, if... Uh, all of a sudden, I'm gone. That would be why. <laughs> and we don't mean like dead gone, just like not on the show. We hope not. <laughs> Damn. How often does that happen? The house blows up because of a gas leak. I don't think it happens that many times because you'd be hearing about it on the reg. And even talking to the guy that was helping out with the gas leak, he goes, you don't want it to 
it's an outdoor leak, so that's better than an indoor kind of a thing. You don't want it to be captured indoor and getting pockets of gas indoor. And then Twigs comes over and lights a cigarette. Somebody, exactly. (laughs) Uh, No, you don't want that. But typically outside, you're lucky because of the wind. You you, you don't want it, but it's not as bad as if it was something going on inside. Gotcha. Okay, so the places that we see on the news, oh, the house blew up from a gas leak. Those are indoor gas leaks. Yours is outdoor. But I'm sure somebody's going to write, Kevin, a nine-page email saying what a fuckface I am and how I know zero about gas. I'm writing that email right now. (laughs) Dear Kevin, Mm -hmm. how do you work with such a (laughs) fuckface? I I agree. I'll I'll, I'll go sign that that letter. (laughs) Well, we got uh, some interesting emails here today. Stephanie, we'd heard from during the column out. This is a little bit more depth into her column out. uh, All about the story that kind of broke. If you are into the Netflix series Lost Girls. They have now arrested a 59-year-old architect and married father of two grown children, Rex Hewerman. He's been charged in the deaths of three of the 11 victims in Long Island's Gilgo Beach serial killings. Wow, this guy. I mean, he is horrifying. They said police have, they, they thought there might have been two murderers working at the same time. Yeah, in fact, one of the things that they had said, they said over the years, it's unlikely one person killed all 11 victims. They're, it's different style, too. I believe, isn't some people ladies of the night, and then there's other people who are just out chilling? And that's- One of them was a dude. One of them was a toddler. But they think the toddler was the child of the woman named Peaches that he killed. Peaches? Peaches. They found Peaches, and then they found her kid. Where were you, Virginia? We, we know how you feel about peaches. Different peaches. Oh, okay. It's a crazy story. And someone did ask me, like I was saying earlier, how many active serial killers do you think are out right now just operating? They've got nine or ten kills, and they're, they're still trying to figure out if they're mm-hmm. putting the pieces together, how yeah. many's going down right now. The thing that might surprise you, though, keep in mind in America how well documented most people are. You go to some other countries and, you know, documentation and following people's not – I mean, who's to say there isn't uh, serial killers working in third world countries? Oh, there is. That they, it's so easy to kill. And right. they're just taking out victims right and left. And they don't have the kind of police force that uh, we do. And That's true. Yeah. You wonder, too, back in olden times where there was really no way to record shit. You could get away with murder. Back in the 1700s, was there serial killers back then? I'm sure there were, Mm -hmm. but did something in modern history almost birth the serial killer? Because it does seem like America did not have that, and then boom, the 60s came around, and you start hearing and seeing a lot of crazy weird shit. Is that because the media was a little bit more savvy with how they reported it? Well, I think you've got better documentation and you also had people living in larger groupings, you know, larger cities as people were getting together. You know, keep in mind, you know, a lot of times you have stuff like that. I think people probably were. You wouldn't know if somebody killed somebody in one village and then went to another village. You'd never know. They would. Yeah, they would never know. So it's probably just since we got to having larger gatherings and better documentation of people and, you know, actual law enforcement that would investigate how somebody was murdered that you probably start to say, wait a minute, here's a pattern. Well, humans have a history of being, you know, 
not to use this word again, fuck faces. Yeah. We were, we've always been violent people. So just by the numbers alone, mm. of course there was some weird shit that you'll never know about from olden times. Well, one of the older serial killers we know of was the Jack the Ripper. And now they say that somebody thinks they finally figured out who he was, a guy named Hyam Hyams, who was in and out of mental asylums. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but he... he Something with his job, they made him think he would be good with a knife. I forget what he did. He was a cigar maker, I believe. And they go, oh, when, when you did cigar stuff, you had to be good with a knife. And that was one of the things they thought. Huh. Because he had great precision. He knew what he was doing when it came to taking, you know, murdering his victims. Yeah. Because they, they thought he was a doctor. There's been rumors of that. Yeah, this is a relative of an officer. And the original investigation claims to have pinpointed the man behind the 19th century killings. So that's uh, who they think it was. Hi, I mean, what kind of weird name is that, too? Hyam Hyams. It's kind of an odd name for that. It is. They, these serial killers, a lot of them have very interesting names, huh? Well, they now, if you, okay, for example, if Kevin's going to become a murderer, he's not Kevin Ralston. He's now Kevin Lee Ralston. They, they, you got to throw in that third name now mm-hmm. to really, for some reason, they love doing that with serial killers. Yeah. Like you'd said, they thought he was a cigar worker. And he had a dark past littered with alcoholism, epilepsy, and paranoia. Oh, wow. He was also arrested after he attacked his wife and his mother with a chopper. It's not a chopper. <laughs> he attacked them with a helicopter? Those are hard to lift. Mm-hmm. And apparently he has distinctive physical characteristics that match him with who Jack the Ripper was. They were eyewitnesses, they say. That, really? Yeah, but yeah, they, who knows? They said he had um, a weird gait and a stiff arm. Ever since you said, I have a weird gait, like the way I walk, I guess, I've heard so many people say, the gait. I've heard that term. Gait. Police use it a lot. It's how you go through life, how you step. They'll go, because a lot, a lot of stuff, they'll, on these serial killer or those murder shows I'll watch where they're looking at the film footage, they'll go, he had a distinct gate about him. Look at this gate. I, mm. I just never heard it until you said it. And they say people who knew this Hyam Hyams, that his own personality was becoming more and more violent right at the times. And as each murder seemed to happen, it corresponded perfectly with the added rage that this gentleman would exhibit that they believe was the real Jack the Ripper. Scary. So what uh, Stephanie said, she said, yeah, you're New York fan here from Massapequa, which is where this guy uh, lived. In fact, he was right across the bay from where they found the remains in Massapequa Park, this Rex Hewerman. She says um, he has to have heard of the Gilgo Beach murders. Yes, uh, women were lured under the pretense of having sex, sex workers, and were killed and dumped in the bushes along the beaches we have. After 13 years, they finally caught him. He lived five minutes from my house in Massapequa Park. Because it's not scary enough to have a serial killer living five minutes from you. When I showed my mom his picture, she recognized him. She was a bartender at a local bar about 39 years ago, and he was in her bar. She remembered him because he gave her the creeps by staring at her while she made her rounds around the bar. Oh, When she no. left, he followed after and started following her in the car. She no. noticed and got creeped out and went back to the bar. He followed her back, but took off when she went in and came out with one of her male friends. Wow. She could have been a victim. <gasps> yeah, 
never he know. was stalking her. You never know. There was uh, the same guy. They say, too, there was, like, witnesses that actually saw this guy getting into a Chevy Avalanche. But it was a distinctive Chevy Avalanche. And he never tried to hide ownership of the vehicle, parked it in his driveway. And there's pictures of the car in his driveway on Google Earth. And, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Yeah, it's almost like he was hiding in plain sight. They said that the, the... it was bungled. The, the investigation. Yeah. A lot of these things are. People said, look, the guy was in a Chevy Avalanche. I saw him take this chick, Amber. He was in a Chevy Avalanche. And then the guys parked the Chevy Avalanche in his driveway for 10 years. And no one ever even looks for a Chevy Avalanche in like the same couple of towns. It is crazy. Some of the bungles that happen through the investigations, you go, how the fuck would they... Not it's such a distinctive truck, too. Yeah, well, I saw somebody uh, defending it, and they were saying, you know, first of all, if you did, you know, Google in that vicinity, how many there are, there's a lot more than you would think of one vehicle, and they can't necessarily just, you know, start going in on that alone. They said that they found, I think, three or four hairs at the crime scene, which was a needle in a haystack, and they said that one of those hairs is one of the big things that's really connected this Rex Hurman to. The murders, and they said that alone was pretty amazing work. Plus, then they followed him and got a pizza he was eating, and that linked him to the genetic material found on the woman's remains. And they said that was good police work. That fucker had no idea pizza was about to bring him down. He's just enjoying his pizza. Little did he know. But he should have been brought down years and years earlier in 2010 when people saw the car, saw the girl, and then they also had a full description of him. He's six foot four. He is a big and guy. And he's a big fucking guy. A six foot four. A six foot four guy in a Chevy Avalanche. That's not hard to find. Give me a break. Because a lot of these murderers, they're usually like five eight, five nine, five seven. You start hearing about the tall. He's six four, like an ogre. That's insane. That sounds like an Ed Kemper. They gave that description back in 2010, and nobody could find him. <laughs> that just doesn't feel like they did a good job. You're sorry. Running, you're running a little hot. Get some water. In sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, they said he also had permits for 92 guns. Red flag much? That's a lot of firepower. <laughs> a lot of firepower. Hmm. Man. 92. I mean, that's a lot of guns. You pretty much listed like 11 things of how he should have been brought down. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff there. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, the other story that uh, came out of the weekend as well, we just got to wait to see what happened, but uh, the woman in Alabama and Hoover that was abducted and we we're all following what happened. Amazingly, she shows up at home on Saturday night. They took her to the hospital, and it's going to be a little while before we get any more details because uh, her boyfriend said that she was fighting for her life for 48 hours. 
And it's going to take a little time to come down from that experience, whatever it was. But just kind of a warning. Michelle even said this, and, you know, she said this has been denoted as a trap because apparently they'd used a toddler to trap the (laughs) woman in Hoover, Alabama. And this is just a baby carriage on the side of a two-lane highway out in the middle of the night. It's creepy looking. Yeah, it is creepy looking. People stop to look at it, or maybe you get out to check, see if there's a baby in there, and that's when they grab you and take you right into the brush. Good Bam, Lord. Just gone. Yeah, it's just You it's, can't be a good Samaritan. I mean, you really can't. You unless, always have to be aware. Unless you're a six-foot-four guy, and you're like, let's go. You can still be a good Samaritan, but Kevin's right. You just got to be aware. You can't get out of your car. You can't make yourself a victim. You got to call 911 and stay safe yourself. And, you know, Hoover, Alabama doesn't seem like a, a place where they would be grabbing people for sex trafficking if that's what it was. Sometimes, too, it's just they just want to kill somebody. They, I think she was at a they, – they kept her at a, at a motel, at a Red Roof Inn. Really? Was where she was kidnapped and taken, was what I read. But there weren't a lot of details on who took her, why, what happened. Hmm. Sometimes two people make it up. They make up getting kidnapped. That's another thing that people are accusing right now that I didn't want to say because I don't want to, like... I'm not saying she is, but in the past, people have... I just watched a case where... She was gone for, I think, weeks and said she was out in the woods and all this shit, and it was all a lie. Yeah. There's been multiple girls that have done that. Said I was abducted by this one or that one, and then it turns out they weren't abducted at all. Because they do the police work, and they figure out that you're lying. And you just wanted attention. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not that. Who knows? A lot of crazy stories from over the weekend. So I mean, it just makes you think. I guess it's like a good... Cautionary tale for all of us. You can't be a good Samaritan if it means putting yourself in danger. You got to stay in your car and call 911 where you're safe. What if that's the good message that I took? What if I was on the side of the road? You see me, I'm bleeding like Virginia, please help me. I would help you. You're not bait. And then Suits comes out from the woods and kidnaps your ass. Is this the next Halloween horror movie you're doing? <laughs> no. Is this the KVJ horror movie? It's not. Just a fantasy. I was going to say, I mean, if Suits is coming to kidnap Virginia, I got my odds on Virginia. Suits. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Suits. In fact, I can see it the other way around. Suits, look out. Virginia might come to kidnap you. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Suits would scenario. definitely have a tussle on his hands if he tried oh, to get me. No doubt about that. I'm ready, though, to get kidnapped. Don't say that. No, no, not that I want to, but I... I've Who done, says that? I've done the work. I'm mentally... I'm ready for it. I'm just always... Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think I would know how to psych out the, the killer. You just fuck with their head. You start telling them their plan. Like, I already know your plan. You fuck face. That's the third fuck face today. <laughs> I don't know. If you call them a fuckface, do you just piss them off and they kill you quicker? I don't know, man. I think you want to you wanna take over that situation because I think a big thing that they get off on is them in control. They're running this outfit. No, no. You flip that shit on them. You're running this shit. I don't know. But they have the weapon. Do you? You got to try to get it off of them. Mm-hmm. I'll, be, no- I'll be dead in two seconds. <laughs> I'm yeah. dead in two seconds. <laughs> There's another story about a woman that was just returned to California after being kidnapped in March of last year in Mexico. In the town there, she's just walking her dog. 
And it looked like three cars pulled over, one grabbed her. So I don't know what's going on with that because they don't have any suspects. They don't have any arrests going on. It's crazy. And then she just showed back up in California? Guess so, yeah. What the hell? It's crazy, right? I don't know all the details on that. They only just said that she was released and is now back in, I think it was San Francisco. So I don't know, you know, what happened with that. They didn't go into detail on the exchange and how that all went down, just that they didn't have any, uh, you know, suspects in it. A very, the world is a scary place. A very murderous Monday today. It we is. It's going where the emails take me, man. Murder Monday. Hey, look, you ain't hear me complain. Yeah. There's so much just drama and scary shit. And uh, then we were talking about going to Mexico for uh, dental procedures, and overwhelmingly, people were like, it's awesome. It's a great thing to do. Virginia was very hesitant about doing it. Very hesitant. Annabelle said, Virginia is so wrong. Mexico is a country with good doctors, with good education. She's talking like Mexico is just one big jungle. <laughs> I've, I've seen people really pile on and be wrong in the past, <laughs> but today was at a different level. I just would never go out of the country for a medical procedure. That's just me. Maybe I'm a weirdo. Curtis said, I've been to Peru. It is $30,000 for implants here in the U.S., and it's under 10000 in Peru. You can't beat them prices, man. That's significantly cheaper. Somebody else here in the state said, uh, every time I see somebody with good teeth, I ask where they got them done, and they're always saying, like, Columbia. That's what exactly my niece's friends were saying. They're going, really? they're going, dude, so many people are going out of the states to get medical procedures, and not in the way you think they are. They're doing the research, and they're finding people that are legit just don't go into someone's garage that's the <laughs> right thing. yeah don't go into a place that looks a little dirty it's crazy yeah, but yeah so many people are vouching for that there's some doctor's offices i've been in that looked dirty and gross just here in florida that you go oh, i don't know if i want you putting anything in me or on me <laughs> if i go to the doctor's office and it's dirty i leave which is everything in the United States is becoming so expensive. We kind of hit on this uh, last couple of days. We were talking about medical insurance, homeowners insurance, um, talking about uh, what your electric bill is now. You start piling all this up and say you do need dental work. You're just like, okay, something's got to give. Me, Denny's, and Suits, we're all having a who pays the most power. Or all of our power bills, and I'm sure everyone's is like this too, is through the fucking roof. They said they changed Denny's rates. Oh, on top yeah. Of, on top of it being the summer, his rates got changed as Why? well. Why, because he had a baby? I just think sometimes they're just changing shit, and well, then you I, find out when you get your bill. I think a lot of it's the heat, and it's so hot. We got that heat index. I mean, we're every day right about 104, and they said, you know, we've been pegging even as high as 112, which is pretty much a heat index record. Wow. And so, yeah, when it's that hot, your AC's never going to shut off. All three of, uh, we're all in the $300 range for our electric. Yeah, it's insane. They say, too, the Miami-Fort Lauderdale-West Palm Beach area has the highest inflation rate of metro areas with more than two and a half million residents with a 9% inflation rate for the 12 months that ended in April. That is more than double the national average of 4%. Dang. Mm-hmm. They say that uh, the growing population is also pushing up inflation because of the housing costs that's going on. I saw that the rent had gone up 17% year to year in Miami. And our population grew the most of any state from July 21 to 22 because of uh, domestic migration. So all that's driving up the inflation. It's crazy you, how much it is to be here now. You had said, though, throughout the country that 
maybe it wasn't you. I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but the prices for houses have gone down except for Florida. Is it, let's say I wanted to go to Ohio and live mm-hmm. in Ohio. Is it going to be Florida prices for a house is going to be close to that or is it significantly cheaper? It depends upon where you are, but yeah, you know, Ohio is going to be a lot cheaper uh, than almost anywhere in Florida is going to be. Everywhere in Florida is expensive. And comparing the two states, we have the highest car insurance premium rates and Ohio has the lowest. Wow. In the nation. So that's another difference in how those areas. And that's why some people are saying, you know what? Love the weather, love beaches and palm trees, but it's just crazy, man. When you just start piling everything on. I think, what is it, you have to have a minimum of $133,000 a year salary just to basically stay afloat. And I wonder what that would be in a place like in Ohio. Right, way less. Or in Alabama. It's it's ridiculous how much cheaper stuff is. You go to a town like what I grew up in, and everything is just so much cheaper. In fact, I'd say the car insurance is a third cheaper than it is in Florida and Ohio, at least where I'm from. And I would say almost everything's probably about a third cheaper. Sometimes just for the smell of it, I'll look at houses in other states. And you're, you're right. There are some really nice houses that are $100,000 cheaper than you would get in Florida. And they're, they're probably a little better, too. Some of the houses are selling here in Florida. You, you, you got some balls asking that <laughs> for that fucking piece of shit. You are right. But balls. Yeah. Big balls. We're talking half a million dollars for some, for, for some shitty-looking houses. Yeah. Uh, Remy said, don't lie. Ain't nobody moving to Ohio. And, <laughs> you know, probably right now they're not. But I, I think something's going to break for a lot of people around here. And that's almost one of the problems that they have. That's why they're trying to put in so much affordable housing here in South Florida, because if we lose the infrastructure and people who do all those very important jobs, then, you know, everybody's, everybody's kind of screwed. And that's what's happened too. Florida leads the nation in net income migration. We gained $39.2 billion over the year. What that means, the rich motherfuckers are moving here and they're driving up all the prices because they can afford it. They can walk in and drop down $500,000 or a million dollars in cash to buy a house. Gosh, they're so annoying. That's Mil- crazy. Millionaires. Ugh. Yeah, that's an increase of 65% from the previous year. And they say it's primarily concentrated in Miami-Dade, Palm Beach, and Collier counties. Those are the three counties where you're getting the most money moving to. And so any of those three counties, everything is going to go up for rent and for home costs. All the, does all this shit happen because of COVID? Or is this already going to happen? A a lot of it. A lot of it was uh, COVID. It really, you know, that kind of the pandemic changed a lot of things. Virginia's right. We might have to start doing OnlyFans, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we're going to have to go for it, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get anywhere with these feet pics. We're going to have to shake our shit. We're going to have to just throw the the money I have the best feet, and we don't even have that great of feet if we're just using mine. We're going to have to show the pink stuff, Kev. No, if if, if you are leading the way with your feet, we are fucked. Well, we were talking earlier about uh, time blindness. These are people that um, there's two ways that our brain processes time, the time that we want to spend and the time that we don't want to spend. It's kind of like our own choices, our free time versus the obligations. And some people have a hard time of managing between the two or flipping back and forth in our brain. So there's always like, hey, I'm on me happy time. Those are the people living Key West. Or in the islands, and you know the other people who have all on a very strict schedule. Do the other ones, 
And Vanessa said, so I heard you guys talking about the time blindness. And, of course, I'm running a few minutes behind schedule. <laughs> supposed to be at work at 8. I pull into the parking lot at 8.05. I get my things. I go inside. I clock in right by my boss's office. And I tell him about my time blindness. And I said, you know, hey, it's just something going on. I broke it down in about 10 seconds. He looked at me, pointed at the door, and he said, get the fuck out of my office. Go to work. So apparently <laughs> it did not work today, time blindness. <laughs> But the audio was great that we played on the regular show of uh, that uh, young female who thought that it was a form of discrimination that people did not uh, reconcile her time blindness. Well, you as the employer need to make accommodations for her because this is not her fault. And we need to tear down any platform that holds workers accountable for being there. On certain times. What did she say? It's time to dismantle Dismantle everything? the platform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's so good. Dismantle. She's serious. I am. Is she? Is she serious? Either is way. Is she trolling us? Either way, it's not good. <laughs> Amy, a daily YouTube KVJ Nationer. Thank you very much. Do appreciate that. Love for people to check out uh, KVJ TV. We've got 267 of you right now uh, checking out the after the show. So keep that uh, going to appreciate it. She said, uh, I heard Jaber talking about how he knocked down 20 Uncrustables for the course of Saturday. What a man. And I uh, wanted to break it down in case he was unaware of the nutritional facts. Assuming that uh, Bird had eaten just those 20 total in one day and nothing I else. I really, I, that was pretty much all I ate. He consumed approximately 4,200 calories. 4,400 milligrams of sodium and a total of about 180 grams of fat or 40 grams of saturated fat. I mean, living the dream. But one new positive thing is that they are made with soft wheat bread now. Yes, they are. Delicious stuff. I burned a lot of that calories. I was moving around all weekend long. Growing boy over here. Yeah, he is. (laughs) Still waiting for puberty. Looking for that gas leak. Fuck, I gotta go. (laughs) I I do. You just reminded me. I'll talk to you guys. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> you got him out of here, Virginia. You just made him leave. I ended the podcast. Oh, yeah, Look at what I, you I, did. I, I really, I should be dealing with this. If you have a gas leak, you really should go and check it out. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. I don't want your house to blow up. Okay. Good luck, Bird. <laughs> and he's out. And he's out. And we are too. <laughs> all right. Thank you for all the emails. You always get through to us. Mail at kbjshow.com. Y'all enjoy your Monday. Goodbye.